Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hello, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Beef. We couldn't help ourselves, Larson. There wasn't a whole lot in the news today. But last night, Tony Khan decided to step in it a little bit on Twitter with some amusing results. Look, here's the thing. It's silly. But as I, man, I uploaded just a real quick WrestleJuice video to just give my instant thoughts on this last night at like midnight. Yeah. And it's a one of 10 people like this kind of shit. Twitter. And it'd be silly. If you and I didn't have a silly conversation about Tony Khan's silly Twitter use and the fallout of it and kind of an interesting side effect, which may or may not play out on Monday. So let's dive into this, Larson. Where where does this start? Let's go back to Monday, this past Monday. So Jinder Mahal comes out, confronts Seth Rollins. Uh, during Seth's promo on Raw, and this led to a World Heavyweight Championship match being booked for next Monday's episode of Raw between the two of them. And Tony Khan took that as an opportunity to go to Twitter to air some grievances about a cri- about criticism that's apparently been out there about Hook, saying he yeah. wants to challenge Samoa Joe for the AEW World Championship. This is what Tony Khan had to say, quote, a double standard, Hook, 28-1 career record, a winning streak, Sorry, on a winning streak, calls out the champ. A logical challenge sparked online outrage. Jinder has literally lost every single match he's in for the past year. Immediately gets title shot. Where is the rage? Steve, I, I got a question for you. I understand my, to a degree, my, my social media is as curated as I can make it. Yeah. I personally didn't see a whole lot of outrage. Yeah. In terms of Hook calling out Samoa Joe, did you see outrage? I'll be completely honest with you, and I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to take sides or anything like that. I saw a lot more look, look, let's let's be honest. We're using this word outrage. Tony Khan used the word outrage. And really what it is is is, you know, this harsh internet wrestling community uh criticism. I think is probably a better criticism. I don't know if anybody's, the correct word, yes. Yeah. I've I saw a lot more directed towards Jinder Mahal showing up on Monday Night Raw 
than I did over hook. I personally didn't, but again, a lot of it might be social media curation where look, I, I, when I open up Twitter, I I'm on the for you tab instead of the following one. And I'm okay with that because it does expose me to a degree to a lot of voices that either I can mute or block or other voices in the internet wrestling community that I feel like need to inform me about what people are talking about in the job. Not people that I want to follow, but people who are capturing a certain zeitgeist on Twitter. Well, the different different perspectives on, 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 yeah, on, sure. on the products that we all watch. Yes. I didn't personally see any of that towards Hook, but in Tony Khan's world, to be AEW is to be under attack. His words, not mine. Exactly. And I'm sure he, mm-hmm. whenever he makes any announcement or is any decision made from a creative standpoint that airs on the show, there's probably people getting on their phones and, and, and yeah, tweeting I'm at not him saying it doesn't exist. Ridiculous and probably horrible stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist in yeah. his orbit. It probably does because absolutely. everything he does seems to draw criticism. 90% of what which is disingenuous. Yes. You know, but then there's also constructive criticism here to be. Now, before we continue on with the firestorm, let's stop there really quick. Sure. Let me ask you, I gave my thoughts on WrestleJuice and I'll reiterate them here for the going in raw crowd. Sure. But do you think it's a, a double standard in terms of like it, let's say, for example, there was some outrage one over the other. My simple opinion is sort of the the, the, the writing of these different scenarios, kind of two sides of the same coin. What do you think? Well, I mean, first of all, it's professional wrestling, and it's nothing worth getting outraged over. Sure. First and foremost, it's, 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 these are these are companies trying to tell some stories here, and you know, if 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 there's criticism to be levied and it's earnest and honest and, and fair, sure. But outrage? No, it's not worth outrage. Sure. In this instance, um, you know, it, it, to a degree, this is how I view it. And I know AEW hasn't exactly always followed through with this, but AEW has always tried to present themselves, or more often than not, tried to present themselves as a more sports based approach to pro wrestling. And so, from Tony Khan's perspective, you have Hook, who's lost one match in his career, and him uh, with that record, uh, as Tony Khan says, on a winning streak. Um, if he wants to step challenge the champ, all right. From that perspective, it makes sense. WB, they don't care about wins and losses as much over there. Let's say they're not important. They are, but they don't care about wins and losses in terms of how it approach how they uh, 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 approach title shots. Per they se. are not the catalyst for no. title no. shots. You could you could have have a sub five hundred winning percentage. For the year, stuff the champ, champ accepts your challenge. Match happens, yeah. Or right, if you go to Adam yeah. Pierce or whatever authority figure happy running that show, you ask him for a title shot. If for whatever, whatever nebulous criteria is met in their mind, you get the title shot. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's two different booking philosophies. Sure. Yeah. And 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 it it's it. In the end, people going after titles is a story te- storytelling mechanic and a beat in a story, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. This yeah. isn't genuine competition in the same sense that football, baseball. These are scripted segments that lead to scripted matches to tell stories. And if WB feels like there's a story to be told with having Jinder challenge Seth and that match happening, if they think that it makes for an interesting story, they're going to do it regardless if Jinder has won a match within the last year, last month, last day, last 10 years. I think there is valid criticism that can be levied over a both booking philosophies and b 
these specific instances. Yeah, sure. He brings sure. up he brings up Hook's twenty one and twenty eight and one record. Since he won the FTW title back at Wembley, he's had two singles matches, one against Rocky Romero mm-hmm. and one against um, Wheeler Yuta. Yes. Not exactly world title contender type guys. Everything else has since Wembley has been a multi-man match. He mm-hmm. hasn't even had really a lot of singles matches in those 28 wins. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know that him stepping up to the champion as opposed to a guy, maybe the guy that's going to take that title off Joe Swerve Strickland, mm-hmm. who's had wins over Hangman Page, John Moxley, ran uh, uh, pretty much the table in the Continental Classic against real good competitors. Jay White beat Jay White in the tournament. Yeah, exactly. So he's got the credentials yeah. with the record. If you want to point to records that I believe if we're, if we're talking about constructive criticism for the stories that are being told, yes, that'd be constructive criticism. And, and it's, you're also saying every win should pre- be presented as, as equal. Exactly. You know, like defeating Wheeler Yuta, fine. He's a peer champion in the instance of swerve beaten hangman, former mm-hmm. AEW champion beaten Jay white, former uh, IWGP champion. You yeah. think those wins would carry more weight than you know, a, 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 a kickoff show match f- for the last pay-per-view. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now, the flip side of that with Jinder Mahal, and I'm glad you mentioned that both shows have different booking philosophies, with WWE, it's a tried and true tradition for a former champion that usually gives them the credentials to come out and say, listen, yes, I've been managing into share. Yes, I haven't had an actual singles win in forever, but I'm going to challenge you because I've got in my history a six month title reign as champion that in the world of WWE is good enough. I think in the same way as in the sports-centric world, or what they'd like it to be the sports-centric world of AEW, Hook, a guy with two wins in singles competition against sort of low-level competitors, no disrespect to the guys I mentioned, challenging Samoa Joe. I feel like they're both foregone conclusion matches with foregone conclusion builds that don't really need to be all that logical, if you will. I don't think Hooks is as is, is any more or less logical than Jinder Mahal, given that there are two different philosophies here. I given, just don't. Especially in, in Joe's case, given the level of competition that have already called out Joe. 
Correct. Yeah. You got Hangman. Yeah. You got Swerve, amongst others, that are already said, we want Joe. Yeah. yeah. People that, are, that have the resumes to instantly jump to the front of the line for mm-hmm. world title contention. Yeah. More right. so than Hook. Again, no disrespect to Hook. Yeah, um, it's just it's two different philosophies. Yes. And it's and and honestly, both challengers have weak cases mm-hmm. to be made. Um so that being said, uh Raj Giri happened to point out also on Twitter that Seth and Jinder had some history. Rollins had defeated Mahal in the finals of the tournament to crown the very first NXT champion ten years ago. To which USA Network the Twitter account for the USA Network. Yes. Responded with what was the cage match rating, which is a bit of a dig at Tony Khan, who has used the website cage match, which is a database slash um, rating system for, for viewers. Um, uh, he has used that in the past in a variety of ways to point out the, uh, the, the critical, uh, acclaim in the past that AEW has received. He's also used it to criticize when sort of bots, I guess, are used or there's a disingenuous yes. inflation of, for example, NXT's uh, uh, cage match ratings as well. Tony Khan has a history of being basically a wrestling nerd. He would post on the message boards, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. There's a reason why this guy elected to, has, has now spent hundreds of millions of dollars on a wrestling promotion. Um, you know, because he understands the business of wrestling and he's a big nerd for it. A yep. combination where if you have a lot of money, it's sort of natural for you to get into the business of professional wrestling. Yes. It makes sense. So um, in response to that, that seemed to that seemed to get under the skin of Tony Khan. Yeah. Uh, he quote tweeted that and said a moral victory for USA is one win more than their world title challenger. Jinder Mahal has had in the past 364 days because it's been literally a full year since he won a match. You really put AEW in our place getting Jinder Mahal in a big match on your TV show. Do it more often. So, of course, this uh, level of uh, response uh, completely ignited the Internet wrestling community on fire. Uh, and you love to see it. It's hilarious because the memes show up and the people with, you know, the very earnest takes show up. Well, there's and some more people with the earnest takes, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, there's a groundswell of support. And I think some of it's earnest. And I think some of it is a bit tongue in cheek. Oh, we're going to get to the gender support yes. here in a second. Yeah, because gender then responded to that tweet. Oh, I, I didn't know he deleted it. So yeah. he deleted it. Yeah. And, and he said. Who the who TF? So who the fuck is Hook? Watch Monday Night Raw on USA Network Monday 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, So some within the Internet wrestling community saw this as Tony Khan throwing shade at the modern day Maharaja, which led to a groundswell of support of the former WWE champ. And obviously some tug in cheek. Yes. Yeah. A lot of great memes as well. Uh, On today's edition of WWE's The Bump, Jinder was asked about the reactions he's been garnering since confronting The Rock on Raw a couple weeks ago, as well as his thoughts on being the topic of conversation over the past 24 hours or so, to which he replied, these transcripts come to you via Fightful. It's nothing new to me. The WWE Universe has always reacted to me in such fashion. There's a famous shot when I became WWE champion, the pan into the crowd and everybody's jaws hitting the floor. I don't understand why the WWE Universe is surprised when the modern-day Maharaja returns or becomes champion. Let's face it, I am the prototype of what every superstar should be, the prototype of whatever champion should be. 
Uh, I look the part. I speak the part. I speak with intelligence. I speak with truth. I bring it in the ring. I've been in there with possibly the greatest competitors of all time in our business, the likes of Randy Orton, John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles. So again, I'm insulted by the reactions, but it was a great start to the new year until I was interrupted by The Rock. But nonetheless, this past week, I was in the ring with Seth Rollins, told him exactly how I feel, and now I'm number one contender to the World Heavyweight Champion. I was trending on Twitter all day yesterday, laughs, and somehow again, the modern-day Maharaja is the talk of town. Larson, in this instance, I hope to God that Twitter in some way, shape, or form becomes real life for some segment of the audience. I want them to explode for gender because that just makes it so much more entertaining. I haven't been a fan of these last two segments with him. If this is the kind of thing that sort of ignites a fire under him and with the crowd, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. If there is like a legit groundswell of support for gender Mahal, it would be something else. It would be. It would be. It, it would really be. would be something else. You know, and, and we've talked at length both during his title reign and afterwards about the aspects that we appreciated and the aspects that didn't work. And a yeah. lot of his title reign from a creative standpoint did not work. It's it, from 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 the push itself, the the build for gender, you know, and the, the crazy thing is one of the things that I think is universally understood from from my perspective, watching the social media yeah. um, uh, discourse. The packaging of gender, fantastic. The, the shape he got himself into, the Bollywood boys, the theme song was the best of that year, probably yeah, in terms yeah. of like theme songs that had cropped up. That theme song was outstanding. It still is. The packaging of Jinder Mahal was a 10 out of 10. Yes. The problem is, as we've stated before, it's really difficult to take a guy who is a perpetual job or a loser who had just lost like a feud with Gronkowski or something weird like that. I yeah, forget yeah, what had happened. Yeah, it was Gronk, yeah. And and all of a sudden, he's good. Yeah. Or at least savvy enough as a bad guy to get wins over Randy Orton. Yeah. That's not believable unless we see that story play out on TV in advance. And exactly. with the guy where he was prior to that title win, it was going to take a long time for us to get there. And but had they nailed that story, oh, I think I think a section of the general public would have been yeah. much more willing to go along. Exactly. With and, and he wasn't helped at all by the creative of his title reign itself. Absolutely true. I mean, the, the Orton stuff, you know, was was not great. It got worse with the Nakamura feud. Yeah. You know, and 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 yeah, uh, it, you know, the one thing I will say about his title reign, and it's a small thing. They did book the Coloss as a world beater. Yeah. People were not kicking out of the Coloss nope. during his run, and I'd nope. love to see that. Once he got that on and he hit it, nobody was kicking out of that, and I, I like that about it. But yeah. beyond that, that's like the only thing you could really say, oh, this was good. Well, the chemistry between him and the Bollywood boys was good. Yeah, 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 sure. You know, yeah. But, the actual but, stories involved, though. Just, not good. Not good at all. Yeah, no, not good at not all. Good. Yeah. Not good. No, no, no. But I would, I would, absolutely, I would absolutely love to see Jinder Mahal get that support, though. I really would love to what see What about it. winning the title, Steve? I don't know about all that. Not now. <laughs> not now. Because, again, you can't come out of nowhere and do that. And it, what, if, That's Jinder's story. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I do think, though, I do think, though, and I, and I don't, you know, again, I'm not going to read too much into this until I see more. But I would love to think 
that if Triple H is savvy enough, he could see this and and look at Jinder and say, you know, he still has a good look. There's stuff we can do with him. Even if they make him sort of a carry and cross level depth guy, I'd love to see more of that. And, you know, you sort of upgrade from the Bollywood boys to end to share. I'd be down for that. I just I want him to be a bit more entertaining when it comes to what he has to say, because I think he can be. It's just, you know, the 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 foreign heel stuff, even the way he's framing it, which is trying to be a little bit more modern about it. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't do a lot for me, you know. You gotta you gotta do something different. It's with not that. the most inspired direction. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. I you yeah. know I feel like he's doing the best he can with what he's being given. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and he, going back to his Tyler run, he's always comported himself really well on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even yeah, when, he's, when he's handed garbage. Yeah, which for he was a lot hand, of time I, He was he he was. There was some ugly stuff with Nakamura back then. Yes, there was. Um, and and but yeah, you know, he the guy has charisma. Um, he's got the voice. Uh, he is capable on the mic. I've heard good things about him as a person, which I always like. Um, yeah. And he always even during his title reign, especially there was that extra element of you can tell he's having fun. Yes. And that always goes a long way. It's when infectious. Yeah, it is. It's infectious That's a good word for it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it remains to be seen uh, if 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 Triple H is going to try to capitalize on the social media buzz, or if it's kind of kind of peter out once Jinder inevitably loses to Seth on Monday. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, so who knows? Who knows? Yeah. This could be just a, 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 a you know a, a, a thing that came and went just as quickly. I love the idea though that maybe if if Triple H sees okay, he went out there, did everything and more we asked him to with the Rock. Then he comes out there against Seth. Hey, let's roll with this a little bit. You know, I mean, they, they give him the title shot. They give him some TV exposure. I think maybe because he did such a good job doing what he should have done, doing yeah. what he needed to do with The yeah. Rock, going out there. He was out there forever. Um, and then, and you know, he got The Rock. <laughs> the Rock gets The Rock over. But he was the he was a good foil for The Rock yeah. there. Yeah. And, uh, and I hope they do use him. More often, I think he's a good asset, and I think he can he could do some stuff for the. You company. know, also, you know, taking advantage of the situation presented to him here with all this, you know, going on the bump and being for the most part in character, but also seemingly realizing to a degree the ridiculousness of this whole situation, but also knowing that it's something he could take advantage of. You, you know? can run with it. You can exactly. run with it. You can make make some money off it. Absolutely. Exactly. So yeah. you know, he, he, if Triple H sees that, hey. Ginger's smart. He's taking advantage of the situation to try to advance our stories. Mm-hmm, yeah. Maybe there'll be yeah. more form in, uh, down, the, down the line. That'd be great you, to see. Yeah, you, you'd definitely like to think so. All right, let's continue on here. So uh, during a recent interview with GameSpot, new AEW signee Will Ospreay confirmed that he received a contract offer from the WWE, but explained that he decided to sign with AEW because their offer was better. And he trusted Tony Khan. Osprey added, I want to know what I'm doing within the ring. And the rest for me is easy. What more could you want from a boss? He was asked then what he hoped to accomplish in AEW. He said this. There's something for me to climb. There's something for me to build upon. That first match with Chris Jericho, who was one of the biggest wrestling stars in the world, was probably the biggest star in the company at the time. I want to progress from that. I want to see what other bucket list items I can tick. I want to go for championships. I want to go for world titles. I want to see what I can actually do because I've never been put in these situations. 
New Japan is a sports-based wrestling product. It isn't really known for its on-screen personalities. So this is all new for me, and I just want to test myself. I want to try my very best to swim in waters I'm not very sure of. So for me, this is all a challenge. So interesting that WWE evidently offered him a better offer, and AEW said this is better offer here. Yeah, yeah. Or offered, I'm sorry, offered him offered a good him a deal. deal and and AEW's yeah. offer was better. Yeah, and, and mm. you know, I guess that had kind of been uh, referenced earlier, but to hear it from him um, is, is something else entirely. You know, it, it, going back to when Adam Cole and, and Brian Danielson debuted in AEW, back then, you know, we thought it might be a, a huge kind of fulcrum moment in, in pro wrestling. The pro wrestling landscape didn't exactly uh, play out that way, but we said, if nothing else, AEW... They may not be able to compete with WB in terms of money or TV ratings, but they can compete for talent. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you have Will Ospreay, who is uh, in the conversation to be the best wrestler in the world today. You know, at the peak of his popularity, and you think at the peak of his leverage in terms of negotiating a huge deal for himself, uh, deciding to go with AEW rather than, and you know, I'm sure money wasn't the sole factor. You know, he, he can mm-hmm. live and and still live in England and 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 travel to the States when he's booked for the shows. And otherwise, yeah. you know, he has to stay home. He doesn't have to mm-hmm. move. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's huge for him too. But the fact that he went with AEW rather than the giant billion dollar, multi-billion Those dollar company, guys. Yeah. you know, is, is interesting and, and still speaks to AEW's ability to compete for top tier talent. It also says something from what I can tell about the relationship between AEW and new Japan that is going to be something that you would think WWE might want to target at some point, given that there is a pipeline of trust, of understanding, of communication while people are in New Japan who might want to penetrate the United States market, like Will Ospreay with AEW, already having worked with Tony Khan through the Forbidden Door stuff or through whatever else he does, you know, the Wembley stuff, um, already having worked with him already knowing what he's about, you know, sometimes that alone is enough to give, hey, you have the upper hand, now just, you know, try to compete at least with what they're offering monetarily. And evidently, AEW did that as well. Um, But you got to think if, you know, and if you look at what happened in 2023, not just Osprey, but Jay White as well. Yeah. You know, you got to wonder, given that New Japan you know, after AEW, New Japan is probably, in terms of, you know, a, a, a possible pipeline of talent, WWE might want to target that. And it'll be interesting to see this year if they do try to initiate a relationship with New Japan. Obviously, we've talked about that here on the show and what's been reported with that. But it'll be interesting if that ever becomes a priority for WWE to tap into New Japan to try to make it more of a talent pipeline. I mean, that could be one of the reasons that. You know, there's there's the uptick of rumors about WWE pursuing, yeah, a relationship with New Japan is is not only the talent exchange aspect of it, but mm-hmm. yes, you know the potential pipeline and and I I wonder if it's attractive for people leaving New Japan to come wrestle in the states the opportunity to still potentially go back to Japan or wrestle mm-hmm. on New Japan yeah. shows whether it's here or in Japan. Um, and maintaining that that aspect of their careers. I mean, I know Jay White in his instance, he lost not one but two uh, loser leaves <laughs> New Japan matches. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much uh, wiggle room there is there for him to one day potentially make a return. 
but it's pro wrestling. You could write that. Well, as we know in pro wrestling, that's that's set in stone, Larson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there, there's no nothing he can do to get back there. No, they that's can't legally that. binding, and there's no way around it. Absolutely not. <laughs> right, exactly. But in the yeah. case of Will Ospreay, you know, I, I believe he's mentioned that you know in his AEW deal, he has the opportunity potential uh, potentially wrestle in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that could be an aspect of it, and if that's something. You know, if WB would entertain, should they enter into a deal with New Japan or some sort of partnership? You know that that could that could uh, bolster their case as a destination as well. So yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I have eight minutes to answer questions, Larson. Would you like to answer eight minutes of questions, or we could take a break and uh, reconvene afterwards? Well, let's just do eight minutes of questions. Eight minutes. Of questions I got the kid here. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll just speed round some of these. All right. Devil Survivor says, do you think TNA will be able to grow its audience with the rebranding coming soon? I don't know if the rebrand alone is going to be able to grow the audience. I think it might gin up some uh, nostalgia interest, but I think if they want to rebuild the audience, it's got to come from putting on awesome matches and telling some interesting stories. And I think there's like, you know, expanding the reach of their cable channel as well, which I think they're doing. Yeah. Um, that'll probably help a lot as well, just so people can actually see the damn thing. Indeed. Um, you know, like it's it's obviously look, it's a marketing stunt. It's a very elaborate yeah. marketing stunt, and uh, and that is designed to get eyeballs. Like you said, it all boils down to stories and matches. That's what it boils down to. You you do that if you, if you can hook people with the TNA rebrand, and then keep men for for matches and st- with matches and stories. You're good to go, but you yep. gotta you gotta do that. It's yep. a process. It is. Uh, DJ Fluffy here says, with New Japan gaining somewhat mainstream popularity again, could you ever see them selling out a stadium show in the U.S.? If not, in what year was their peak to where they could have sold out a stadium? I don't know if they can do it now. When when they were hot, when they had, so they had the the the, the two Long Beach show, shows here mm-hmm. um, that we were lucky enough to attend. That seemed to kind of be the test to see how well they could draw. If the next time they had a show and they really loaded that card, Mm -hmm. they might have been able to pull off a stadium show then. Yeah, yeah. You know, they might have. If if it is a stadium show like on the East Coast where there's like an easy travel situation from like Europe basically – the fans that they have cultivated sort of in, in you know, the U.S. and European area, I guess. The fans they've cultivated since 2017 mm-hmm. might, given like that it's a new, like it's it's the first time ever thing, New Japan Stadium show, Okada versus Naito, you know, just yeah, because yeah, those yeah. are very, you know, tried and true names. Yeah, 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 yeah. They might be able to do it now, but I kind of feel like, December of 2018, right before, because wasn't uh, Wrestle Kingdom 2019 when they got rid of the, you know, the AEW guys, or was it yeah. 20? Yeah, it, was it was 2019, 20, it was wasn't it? Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah, and they it was very unceremonious, and yeah. they had the lame Bullet Club Civil War, which went nowhere. Yeah. If you do it before that really went south, like late 2018, when they were hot, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cody's there, Kenny's firing all cylinders. You could have done it then. Yeah, I think, I think so. they could have done it. I think so. Uh, Mr. Sinister here asked, do you guys think this whole gender Tony Khan hook beef is just a way to distract us from the Miami aliens? Listen, here's the deal. Miami aliens, 
Wow. <laughs> Hot take there from Steve. Blake <laughs> here asks, is Gender's bad title run more so on Gender or Vince? 2017 itself was a bad Vince! year for the company. Yeah, it's Vince. Vince! And even the brand, yeah, Gender I was on wasn't doing any better. Yeah, it's it's Vince. A thousand percent is Vince. Give me a break. He's the one writing the damn and, story. And, gender did everything he could. And Gender wasn't in a position to push back. No, no. 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 Uh, David says, with Obafemi winning the NXT North American Championship. I saw that, man. That was awesome. In only his sixth televised match, who do you think should break his record from debut to champion? A, that's a big dude who's got a ton of upside. And you know that they, if they're doing this with them this soon, they see it in the the PC. They see it when the cameras aren't rolling. They see it. This dude might be special. I'm looking forward to seeing his career over the next same. 15 to 20 years, you know? Same, same. Uh, Doc Hensla says, hey, friendos, why does AEW keep making more and more titles? Why should I care about a continental title when there are two titles basically the same level? Makes no sense to me. It's just, it's, 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 it seems like a, a pretty easy way to try to gener- generate some interest in the product. Hey, new championship. It's so la- in my opinion, it's lazy, it and to be honest, it's kind of irritating because now you've got a whole scene around the Continental Championship, and it's like you're barely doing anything with your women's division. Yeah. So like that's just taking more instead of a second women's match, you're spotlighting both TBS and women's title. You know, on your on your show, it's like one show gets one, the other show gets the other. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I have no I have no desire to see that the 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 Continental. I don't think that I think that the the tournament should have been for a title shot. I like the idea of Eddie Kingston having put up those titles. Didn't need a third title or didn't need the Continental Crown. Uh, I think the winning the classic could have been enough and you get a title shot. No, I agreed. Agreed. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit. Gender, what they could have done different there. Um, oh, wow. Reaper Red says, uh, what do you guys think Vince would be like if Twitter was around in the 90s and early 2000s? Do you think he would have been a heavy Twitter user? I could I could see Vince. Yeah. You yeah. think so? Okay. Yeah. Because then he, that's that's a direct pipeline to get his narrative out to his audience. Rather than have to try to be, rather than have to be interviewed by Bob Costas or something like that to get, to get some publicity, he just go on because you know, like in the Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era, he was all about getting publicity. Yeah, and yeah, with, with social media, he would have a direct pipeline to his audience. I mean, Twitter's been going strong for what ten years, mm-hmm. and he wasn't tweeting ten years. I mean, just you know, he, he wasn't was kind of late to join. If I remember, yeah, correctly. He, uh, yeah, he was, yeah. But 25 years ago, era, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I feel I know, like it's I'm a different been different. Vince. It's a different Vince. It's a different Vince. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I kind of feel like he would think that Twitter, that he's above it. Like Twitter is where the regular people are, you know? I could be wrong about that. That maybe he'd see it's it's a small thing to tweet, you know, your thoughts when you've got TV. But I don't you know. Imagine if you tweet your thoughts. I mean, heck, uh, potentially, if you, depending on the number of followers you have, you could have more reached with the tweet than you can with yeah, an episode of, of yeah. Raw or SmackDown. 
I think if hey, if he was a full on like tweeting machine, oh man, that would have been amazing. It'd have been something else. The level of like cancellation that dude would have been facing. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh wow. We'll end on this one. Uh, Forbes says, uh, "What are the chance that Tony Khan goes full batshit crazy and books hook to win tonight?" Is that match happening tonight? Oh, is it happening? I think I, it's all happening. I know is that Hook called him out. I didn't know there was a match booked. No, no, I, he called him out. I think on Dynamite, it's just Samoa Joe talks. That's what I thought too. Might yeah, yeah I think he just talks. There's like a bunch of tag matches. No, Hook's not it's homecoming. Yeah, there is a lot of tag matches tonight. The chance of Hook winning are basically like if it's a complete and total botch, and you know Rick Knox is in there refing and he loses his mind for a second. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's that's, that's the odds. But Hook's otherwise, that ain't gonna happen. What should happen anyway. is Samoa Joe should wipe the floor with Hook. That's what should happen. Hook should have one hope spot. One yeah. hope spot. Yeah, yeah, one hope spot. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll see you around. Goodbye.